Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? This is your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Shawnee on the mic, and you are listening to a new episode of the Me, Myself, and My Mic podcast featuring yours truly, Shawnee on the mic. And welcome back to another edition of the Me, Myself, and My Mic podcast. I'm your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Show me on the mic. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's staying safe. And most importantly, hope y'all wearing y'all goddamn mask. Like I've said on previous episodes, they're talking about, you know, the cases are going up and up and up and up and up. And, you know, you know, just, just continue to wear your mask and socially distance and, you know, stay six feet apart, 20 feet apart if you have to. Um, before I get into this show, um, installment number five, which is supporting black businesses and I guess slash my recent bad experience with a uh, black owned business. Um, I want to thank the first four guests of the Me, Myself and My Mike podcast. Installment one was Phil from the Loose Thoughts podcast. Installment two, that featured Miss Coco and Golden Rule which they make up the Brown Stew podcast. Installment three was my homie Templeton, creator and host of The Grown Folk Table. And my last episode, host of the SRL radio show, representing Westchester County, my homie Doodle Boy Fuge. Shout out to those four uh, podcasts and appreciate them. But let's get into this episode today, which is supporting Black businesses or in this case, lack thereof. <laughs> and, um, you know, in terms of me, you know, I had a recent bad experience supporting a black business and I'll start with that and then I'll get to my supporting black business part after that. So about two weeks ago, so as some of you know, but I guess all of you know, now that we listen to the show, I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship since July. Um, she's in love, I'm in love, and it's been going pretty, pretty smooth. So her so her birthday was recent, October 15th. So, you know, made plans, the whole shabam party, dinner, you know, blah, blah, blah. And of course, I had to, you know, I had to get the birthday cake. So my family, we always been, we've always gotten our birthday cakes from this bakery slash restaurant in Brooklyn. They're called Allen's Bakery, A-L-L-A-N, apostrophe S Bakery. Allen's Bakery, which is located 1109 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11225. My mom, my family, anybody's birthday, that's the go-to place to get the birthday cake because they make a really dope sponge cake and they put like the fruit inside, whether it's uh, pineapple, cherry, strawberry, um, uh, guava, so on and so forth. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Since Allen's Bakery is the go-to place for the cakes, her favorite cake is red uh, velvet and they make red um, uh, velvet cakes. So I'm like, all right, cool, you know? So I call them up. And I placed the order over the phone. So they kept putting me on hold, putting me on hold. 
had to call back like two or three times. Finally, I got through and I placed the order the Saturday before my girlfriend's birthday. So October 15th was a Thursday. I called the Saturday before. So that was the 10th, I believe. So Saturday, October 10th, I called, placed the order, paid. I paid for the whole cake over the phone. They said, well, Tom, do you want the cake? I said, uh, Thursday, October 15th at 1 p.m. She confirmed, I confirmed, it was good. I ordered a red velvet small cake. Fast forward to my girlfriend's birthday, October 15th. I make a plans to go over, pick her up, take her to dinner. The plan was to, you know, pick up some things, lastly, pick up the cake, and then head over to her house, that nanny know to take her out. So obviously there's something called black people time. So I already knew the cake wasn't gonna be ready at one, but I'm like, all right, you know, 1.30, you know, the cake should be good, uh, uh, good to go. So I got there after one o'clock on purpose. So keep in mind, I told them Thursday, October 15th at one. I got to the bakery Thursday, October 15th around 1.30. Walked in there. My mom also gets like uh, pastries and cakes from there as well. So my mom said, you know what? Pick me up a couple of pieces of bread and some uh, pastries and stuff like that. I said, okay, cool. So I joined the line. Then it's my turn to, you know, say what I want. And the lady asks me, you know, um, you know, how may I assist you, blah, blah, blah. So I told her I, I would like to get two breads, a beef patty, and I'm also here to pick up a cake. She says, what's the name of the cake? I tell her what the name of the cake is. I tell her what the name of the cake was. She says, okay, cool. She goes in the back. She comes back out with no cake. She goes in the back again. She comes back out with no cake. So she gets the two breads. She gets the beef uh, patty. She puts it in, she puts it in, um, um, you know, like a bag. And then she walks over and then she talks to the person at uh, the uh, cashier. She talks to the cashier and I see the cashier point to me and then they both give me a look. So I'm not thinking of it, you know, maybe she was telling her, hey, you know, these two breads and a beef patties for this guy over here, whatever the case was. So I then leave the line where you had to place the order and I'm now in line to pay. The lady at the, at the register says, is this all that you need? I said, yes, along with the cake. She says, um, the cake is not quite done. It's gonna be another half an hour before the cake is done. So I'm like, all right, cool, 30 extra. Uh, minutes, no big deal. I paid for the cake. I mean, sorry, I paid for the bread. I paid for the beef uh, patty. And obviously, you know, you can't sit down and eat, eat in there. So I told her, you know what? I parked around the corner. I'll be back. So as I'm about to walk out the door, y'all, a older guy, he was the uh, pastry chef. All he's like, he just comes from the back and says, sir, are you the one that's, that's here for the cake. So I turn around and I was like, uh, yeah, that's me. He says, the red velvet just came out 
and it is super hot and it needs to melt before they could do anything. So instead of half an hour, I'm going to have to now wait an hour. So I said, okay, I even though I had things to do and you know, I really wanted to get to my girlfriend I had a good time because we don't like, she lives in Manhattan. I'm in Queens. That's not that close. So I wanted to get to her by a good time. So I'm like, okay, cool. All right, fine. An hour, not the end of the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not the worst thing. So I get in my car and I'm a little annoyed. I'm, I'm, I'm not upset. I'm more annoyed at this point. I, I wasn't like seething mad. So I call my girlfriend and tell her she's pissed off and she's upset. She's the, she's the one that's going to bark and scream if something doesn't go right. I'm more the calm guy. Like, it's like, you know, I'm calm, I'm cool. Like, I'm the one that's kind of trying to diffuse the situation. She's the one that's going to heighten the situation, uh, if that makes sense. But, um, so she's upset, she's annoyed, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I then call my mom. And then, you know, I'm speaking to my mom. And then I'm telling my mom and then, you know, like I said, my mom shops there a lot. So my mom is like, oh, that's crazy because I've never had a issue, you know, with them taking so long for a cake or whatever the case is. Now, again, we normally order sponge cake. We normally don't order red, red uh, velvet cakes. All right, cool. So I'm on my phone. I finished talking to my girlfriend, finished talking to my mom. I'm texting. I'm, you know, um, I'm on my phone listening to tunes. So about an hour and a half passed. So I gave them more than the hour. So it's, it's about to be like three now. So I'm about to walk into the store and I'm like, you know what? Let me call them. Instead of walking back like the two blocks, let me call them in case it's not uh, ready. I didn't walk there just to walk back. So I call them, the lady answers. I tell her, hey, I was in there about an hour ago. I'm still waiting on the cake. Couldn't see if the cake is done. She puts me on hold, she comes back and then she, can, and then she repeats what the pastry chef said. Oh, the red velvet just came out. It's hot. It's still blazing hot. We can't do nothing to it until it cools down. So I'm telling her, I'm like, man, it's about to be three o'clock. I, when I placed the order, I specifically said 1 p.m. It's about to be 3 p.m. and I have places to go and people to see. So this is now an inconvenience. So now I'm, now I'm getting mad. Now I'm getting upset here and she says and she continues to to say the same thing like she's like yeah you know it takes hours you know you know so uh so you have to wait you have to wait you have to wait and i'm like ma'am how much longer do i have to wait i paid for a 1 p.m pickup it's not about to be 3 p.m and you're telling me after another hour till 4 p.m i cannot wait till 4 i'm I'm not even supposed to be here at four. The plan was to be here at one and be gone by four, obviously. So she wasn't trying to have it. You know, she, she wasn't terribly rude, 
But what she said that got me, that threw me over the top was, she said, the lady that took the order for the cake should have told me that red velvet takes long and they're unable to fulfill a cake, a red velvet cake at 1 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, that is nonsense. This bakery opened 7 a.m. You obviously know red velvet takes long. You should have known, okay, you know what? I need to get started on this cake early because it takes long. We have to style it and do this and do that, put it in the box. It's going to take some time. So in order for this to be, so in order for this cake to be ready by 1 p.m., we got to start early. What I think happened, y'all, I don't think this cake was even made. I think they completely forgot about this cake. I don't think the person that took the order, I don't think the person put it in like the uh, schedule for cakes. Cause you're telling me I had to wait over two hours for a cake. That cake was not made. And it wasn't even a big cake. It was a, it was an eight inch cake, eight inch small cake. That cake was not made at all. That's what I think. And her saying the lady over the phone should have told me that a red velvet cake takes long. That's her defending the lady that took, I mean, and that's her defending herself right then and there, but that's also her defending the bakery in a sense, saying, well, we need more time. We cannot fulfill this. Number one, train the peop the person or people that's taking the orders over the phone to let the paying customer know what can and cannot be what can and cannot be fulfilled by a certain date and by a certain time, depending on what the order is, whether it's cake, pastries, food, blah, 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 blah. Also, take responsibility and be honest. If you knew the cake wasn't made, I don't care what tantrum I was gonna throw. And if y'all know me, y'all know that I don't get that mad where I throw tantrums and stuff like that. Tell me the honest truth, like, sir, the order that you placed was not put into today's box to be made or into today's uh, schedule to be made. And we, so therefore there is no cake. Y'all, I paid 42 bucks for the cake, 42 bucks. Sir, you know what? Obviously the cake won't be ready for one you know, can we offer you a credit or a, a refund? Something of that sort. Be professional. Instead, they're defending them themselves. They're saying, oh, the lady should have told me it's going to take long. Oh, I need to wait. I need to wait. I paid for a order to be picked up at 1 p.m. It is going on 3 p.m. And then the attitude from when I was in the store, the attitude they were giving customers that were in front of me buying other stuff, that got me so mad. That got me so, so mad because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not taking responsibility for, for the cake not being made, number one. And number two, you're trying to defend yourselves. And number three, you're telling the customer to wait. 
How are you telling a paying customer to wait when an order was confirmed? And I, I, I could see waiting five minutes, 10 minutes, even 30. When, once it gets to that hour, two hour mark, something's wrong. Some, something's wrong and something has to change. So here's the other thing. Be, so I was actually trying to order cupcakes from the same place because the plan was for me and my girlfriend to have a personal birthday cake because it was just going to be me and her hanging out on the Thursday. And then Friday, we were having a get together. So the cupcakes were going to be for the guests. So I was trying to call back the same, the same place, the same bakery to place the order for cupcakes. I called two, three times. They put me on hold two, three times. Nobody came to the phone. I got upset. I got mad. But this was after I this 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 was after I had placed the order for the cake. So me trying to order the cupcakes was after after I had already ordered the cake. So long story short, I then Google a cupcake place by my house. I looked at the website, the pictures and the reviews were good. I called them to place the order over the phone. The lady said, sir, place the order online, do everything. And then when you're done, call the store back and any adjustments or changes or anything that you need or want that needs to be done, we'll do it once the order is placed. So I said, okay, cool. Place the order for the phone called her back. She remembered who, uh, who I was. We made this and that we changed this and that she confirmed the payment that I put through online went through. And she said, sir, we will have your cupcakes ready Friday, October 16th at two 30. I said, okay, great. So Friday comes and I was busy with my girl getting ready for the get together. So I had a homie pick up the cupcakes from y'all. He went and so the cupcakes were supposed to be picked up Friday, October 16th, 2.30 PM. He texted me saying, Sean, I got the cupcakes, no problem. It was 30, 30 uh, cupcakes, 10 vanilla, 10 chocolate, 10 red velvet. Said he walked in, he confirmed the order, he got the cupcakes and he walked out. One, two, three. No issues, no waiting an hour, nothing of that sort. Do you want to know the difference between the bakery with the cake and this bakery with the cupcakes, y'all? The bakery with the cupcakes is white owned. The owners are from Europe, y'all. Europe white owned and this is what frustrates me as black people we want to support our own we want to support our own and we fight for you know small black businesses large black businesses local black owned uh, businesses whether it's hair pastries food uh servicing whatever the case is we try we try we try we try and we try however through all this trying, you hear horror 
stories. You hear negative stories. You hear the same old, same old. They had an attitude. The service was slow. They had an attitude. The service was slow. They were were unprofessional, unprofessional, unprofessional. They didn't care. They didn't care. They were rolling their eyes. The service, I mean, you just hear the same complaint over and over and over and over and over again, over and over and over and over again. And my experience was the same thing. Attitude, rolling their eyes, defending the business, not being transparent, not being upfront, not taking responsibility. Now, don't get me wrong. White people have those same issues too, but you rarely hear about them. And white people are way more professional, way more upfront, way more honest, way more businesslike. Y'all, I'm telling you, the lady took my cupcake order and everything was smooth. And I, and I had 30 cupcakes, 10 were red velvet. The reason why I'm pointing that out, don't you think they knew that Ted, that, that 10 red velvet uh, cupcakes were, were we're going to take time because obviously the red velvet has to make before they do anything else. They made sure that they, that they had it ready for two 30 white owned European owned place. This black owned place couldn't have an eight inch red velvet cake ready when I gave them five and a half days notice up front. five and a half days. The cupcake place, I only gave them three days. And they got it right. They got it right. <sighs> what I'm saying is this, y'all. Black-owned businesses have to understand. We, me as a black man, my black friends, my homies, their friends, their homies, homegirls, their families, blah, blah, blah. We want to support y'all. We want to give back to y'all in tenfold. However, Y'all can't treat us like we're, you know, lack of a better term, slaves or second class uh, citizens, or y'all can't treat us bad. Because I've seen it. I've seen white people in a Black-owned business, and the people working the Black-owned business treats them differently. I've had the stories from family members and friends that are in business when they see a name and they assume that the name is white, like uh, like uh, I don't know, like uh, Michael Kash Kashkrovsky or some Russian Jewish name, a name that they know isn't black. They treat the email, the text, the phone call different from when they know or assume it's a black-owned name, like Dante Benjamin or Sean Jones or whatever the case is. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me because at the end of the day, treat everybody equally. Don't assume that the white man is better than the black man. Don't assume the white woman is better than the black woman. Don't assume the white man has more money than the black person because that's not always true. You look at the list of billionaires and millionaires in this world. A lot of black folks are on that list, you know, and in some cases, it's more black folks than um, uh, uh, white folks, y'all, look it up, look it up. 
Look it up. I'm not just talking out of my ass here. Look, look it up. So the cupcakes come at the get together now. The get together's here and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Everybody's having a good time. The cupcakes come, blah, blah, blah. Cupcakes tasted amazing. They were decorated amazing. I would definitely be ordering cakes or cupcakes from that place again. So I told the guests, well, I told a few guests at the get together what my issue was with this, what my issue was with the black place for the cake. And so after I explained to them and said they were black owned, yada, 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 one of the guests said, so what you gonna do, not support black uh, businesses? And I said, that's exactly what I'm going to do, not support black uh, businesses. And, and him and my other owner was like, yo, you wildin', you wildin', you wildin', you crazy, you crazy. Now, am I going to continue to support black uh, businesses? Yes, yes. I was upset in the moment, in my feelings, whatever you want to say it, call it blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, and my girlfriend agreed with me, not because she's my girlfriend, but she's smart and she, and she knows where I'm coming from. At the end of the day, forget the supporting black business part, white business part. Forget that for one uh, second, y'all. At the end of the day, we are paying for a service to be done, especially during when we were we were in quarantine and we're still in a pandemic and money is tight for everyone or it's tighter than it normally was. Money is scarce for a lot of people. So if we're taking our money to pay you for whatever service it is, especially especially during times like these, we need professionalism. We need respect. We need to feel like we are wanted by your business or wanted for your services. Let me say that one more time. We need to feel wanted for your business or wanted for your services. Because we are paying you for a business and or a service. Too many times the white business comes through with no complaints. Too many times the black business doesn't come through and full of complaints. Black owned businesses, black people, we gotta change that. We gotta change that. There's a stigma of black folks. There's stereotypes of black folks. Attitude, 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 ghetto, 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 hood, hood, hood. Now, don't get me wrong. If you go to a Jamaican spot for Jamaican food and if the cashier or the worker has an, an attitude, as we know, the food is probably going to be slamming. Slamming. But we've made that okay. That's not okay. I'm coming into your restaurant to pay you to eat. I'm not saying smile and be jolly and blah, 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 but at least be professional. Even if you don't have what I want, oxtail, manahavdan, curry chicken, manahavdan, whiting fish, manahavdan. How you get an attitude, because what I want, you don't have. 
that's your fault for not having it. But I always tell my friends, when they have issues with people or things or whatever, I'm like, somewhere along the line, you made that behavior or you made that action acceptable. That's why it's happening. We have to normalize nipping things in the bud right away. My best friend has this thing where if you treat him bad or if the service you give him is bad the first time or at some point, he's not going to spaz. He's not going to shout and scream. But that will be the last time he books you for your service, goes to you for his haircut, buys your food, whatever the case is. He's going to hit you where it hurts, your pockets. You will never get a penny from him again. Yeah, it's easy to spaz and shout and scream and yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, that does nothing. Because how, how many times have we screamed and shouted at a person or a business and supported them after the fact? How many times have we ordered DoorDash and Uber Eats and they forgot or something? And we still ordered from that restaurant after the fact. Or seamless or rubber, blah, blah, blah. Proving my point. So what so I just want black black business owners to understand a simple hey, how you doing goes a long way. I've been in restaurants where I went in, I didn't I didn't like what they had, and I left. But while I was there looking at the menu or looking at the food, the owner or the worker said, hey, how you doing? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, blah, blah, blah. And it just, and it just made me feel good. A simple, hey, how you doing? Because, and I always say this too, we don't know who somebody knows, yo. We could be standing next to a stranger that is the cousin of a billionaire. We don't know that. A perfect example is this. A former coal worker of mine, she was on a first-class flight. She happened to look around. She was the only black person in first class. The first class, I think it seated 10 or 12 people. I want to say 12. So out of 12 first-class seats, she was the only uh, black person there. The rest were white. Do you know she was the fourth, the fourth first class seat? So out of the 12 seats, she was number four to be served. Do you know the flight attendant working first class served her last? She served one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and then came back to number four, served her last. So of course, my former co-worker is like, ma'am, uh, you skipped me to go to the other people that's sitting behind me. And now you're coming to me last. Is there a reason for that? Or is there whatever the case was? I think the flight attendant said, said some BS about they had special requests or they boarded first or before so they wanted to serve up nonsense i'm number four you served the three people 
ahead of me, which you're supposed to do. You serve the person sitting next to me. Number five, you're supposed to do that. And then come to me at least after that. Instead, you went to the next six people that then came back to me when I guarantee you there was something that she wanted that was probably finished. Whether it was a wine, a liquor, a food, a snack, something. So her and the flight attendant got into like a brief back and forth. And then afterwards, it was done. So the lady sitting next to her was white. And she asked, you know, what was going on? So my former co-worker, who I told y'all is Black, told the white lady sitting next to her what was going on. The white lady got so mad, she spoke to the flight attendant and told the flight attendant, hey, you know, this is none of my... Uh, business but she's a paying customer too and you know i just found that it was a rule that you served me before her blah blah blah, blah. so the flight attendant apologized or whatever uh, she did long story short child ladies and gentlemen do you know the lady sitting next to my former co-worker was joe biden's niece on a american airlines flight My coworker was sitting next to Joe Biden's niece, the same Joe Biden that's running for president, Joe. Because after that whole thing, my co, my former coworker and her shook up in conversation, and she told her, "Hey, you know, don't tell anyone this," which she did. But anyway, um, you know, uh, Joe Biden is my uncle, and my former co. Worker said, what the hell? And she showed her pictures with her and Joe and all that stuff. Again, you never know who you're sitting next to. I think Joe Biden's power has some type of, I'm sorry, I'm sure Joe Biden's niece has some type of power somewhere, somewhere along those lines, somewhere. So you never know who somebody knows. Treat everybody with the same respect, whether they're tall, short, skinny, fat, blind, deaf, white, or black. It doesn't matter. White businesses continue doing your thing. Black businesses, I'ma still support y'all. Shawnee on the mic will still support y'all. Sean Thomas will still support y'all. But y'all gotta do better. My patience is, is wearing thin. I'm frustrated with the stories that my friends and my family tell me. I'm frustrated with the service that I often get uh, sometimes because majority of the time, if I go to a white business, the service is going to be pretty good. That's been my experience and a lot of people experiences. Again, I'm not trying to say that white biz, white small businesses or white businesses are perfect. Ain't nothing perfect in this world. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody perfect in this world, y'all. Nobody. However, we got to do better. We got to do better. Black, black local businesses, black owned businesses, black small businesses, no, no matter the business or the food, we got to do better or else we're going to lose our own to the white woman and the white man and then we're going to complain about we don't support uh, our own. Well, yeah, because y'all don't treat treat us right. And we're y'all own. 
we blame our own, we fight our own, we kill our own, we go up against uh, our own. People got a problem with Jews. Why? Jews run a lot of shit. My former landlord was Jewish. They run a lot of shit. Why are we mad at them that they have a community and they have stuff and they stick together and they got businesses out the ads and all of that stuff? That's what we should be doing as black folks. And you know who's past us too, y'all? Mexicans. Mexicans, and the joke went from cutting grass. Now you look at people that own certain businesses and sticking together. It's the Mexicans. And as we know, the Arab and, you know, the people from Pakistan and, you know, Baghdad and Iraq and the Ox, the corner store Ox, they been past us. They got the corner store bodega, you know, 99 cent store game on smash, on smash, lock and key. Why can't we be doing the same things? Black people, there's opportunities out there. Laundry mats, barbershops, stores, car washes, delivery of services, technical services, customer service and services, food service. But we, but we got to get on our game. And also, I think we be too lazy sometimes. Do I know lazy white, white folks here? But do I know way more lazy black and Spanish folks? Absolutely. Black people just be lazy. And we procrastinate. That's one thing I can honestly say a lot of my white friends don't do. Procrastinate. Black people especially me, even though I'm trying to change that now, we procrastinate too fucking much. Too fucking much. Put things off, put things off, put things off, put things off. And then when somebody else does what we were putting off, now we mad, now we want to sue, now we want to be blah, blah, blah. Nah, it's your fault. Get on your ass and do it. And when you do it, treat people with respect. Black-owned business. Black local business. And we got to keep the motivation going. A lot of my friends, friends, a lot of my close friends start something and then they procrastinate, they procrastinate, they get caught up in Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and then three, four, five days go past and they do nothing. They ain't do nothing. They ain't do a damn thing. Put this off, put that off. Now they're behind the, behind the eight ball. White people don't be procrastinating like that. I'm not saying that they don't do it because we, because we all do it, but they do it less. That's why they have more. Not only because of procrastination, I'm just saying lack of procrastinating helps them along the way. Too much procrastinating as black folks holds us back, y'all. It's that simple. It's that simple. So in conclusion, y'all, I'm not saying don't go to Allen's uh, Bakery in Brooklyn, New in Brooklyn, New York, which again is located 1109 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York 11225. I'm not saying don't support them because I had a bad 
experience with, with, with them, you may go and have a great experience. I'm just telling, telling y'all about the terrible experience I had because it was bad. Maybe it doesn't sound as bad as I made it seem. I, I know my voice could sometimes give off or not give off a certain type of vibe or uh, seriousness or lack thereof, but it was bad. It, it was bad to the point where somebody else would have cursed them out. Yo, it was so bad. I didn't even get a refund. I know you're about to call me stupid. I was just so angry and upset. I just left. I'm like, I was like, okay, cool. I hung up the phone. I drove to my girl, had a good birthday and uh, get together the next day with, uh, with my girl. I've spent way more than 42 bucks on dumb shit. A birthday cake is not the end of the world for 42 bucks. So that's how mad I was. I was like, you know what? Fuck the 42 bucks. Fuck y'all. Fuck this cake. But I tell you one thing, I ain't never going back there. That's one black business. I told my mom, any birthday cake, any bread, any pastry that she want, send my brothers. Send my uncle, my aunt, or go by yourself. But don't send me, because I ain't going. Not stepping foot back in there again. Allen's Bakery, Brooklyn, New York, you played yourself. A-L-L-A-N apostrophe S. You played yourself. With me, show you on the mic. So, in, in conclusion, y'all, continue to support black businesses, but black businesses, please step up your game because I'm tired of the nonsense, tired of the stories, tired of the disrespect, tired of the lack of professionalism. You got to do better. So, this was installment five of the Me, Myself, and My Mike podcast, supporting black business or lack thereof. Sean's horror story. Sean, well, let me not say horror. Sean's negative reviewing story of him trying to support a black-owned business that my family been supporting for years, y'all. Y'all, my pops died 2012. We've been buying birthday cakes since before he died. So we so we talking about 10 plus years. Experience was never this bad, but they had the wrong experience with the wrong one, y'all. So anywho. Hope y'all like this episode. Rate, review, subscribe. Me, myself, and my mic podcast. Available everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Radio One. I'm working on getting uh, videos up. So videos, I'm working on getting that up as well. So that's coming soon, y'all. And last but not least, follow my other podcasts as well. Follow my sports podcast that I do with my homie William Trucci aka Will C. That podcast is called On The Board Sports. Follow us on Instagram, On The Board Sports. On Twitter, On The Board Sport. No no S at the, at the end of sports. On The Board Sport. We talk about sports, all of the major sports, other sports, sports storylines, sports, sports, sports. And last but not least, my baby, my group podcast called In Convo We Trust. Shout out to my Inconvo We Trust team, Sha, Erica, Akio, and Ross. Love y'all, love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. That's called Inconvo We Trust, and you can find that everywhere as well. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio One, Google Play, all of that good stuff. 
And also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Shawnee on the mic. Once again, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Shawnee on the mic. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening to your boy. Stay safe, stay positive, and again, continue to wear y'all goddamn mask. Stay six feet apart, stay 20 feet apart if you have to, and socially distance because the holidays are coming up and my birthday is coming up y'all november november 18th your boy turns your boy turns 32 looking forward to it so i don't know what i'm doing yet have no idea what i'm doing yet but i will figure it out soon all right y'all talk to y'all soon stay safe love y'all peace out